final lessons this morning are printed there in your bulletin. You can follow along. Our first is from John chapter 3. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. This is God's word. You know, 2020 has been a long year. Many of us have said goodbye to friends and loved ones. Many of us have, some of us have welcomed new little ones or our homes are filled with little feet and we're exhausted. Some of us have taken new jobs and some of us have seen our jobs and our wages taken away. All of us have had trips canceled, home and school rhythms interrupted, things that we were looking forward to taken away. I dare say that all of us have had phone calls that sent our hearts racing. A bad scan, a bad report, a poor diagnosis, another setback. Each of us knows the heartache of pulling back from friends and family, we all know the fear and anxiety of simply turning on the news and walking out our front doors. We know the feeling of division and cynicism which clouds every step we take. Many of us are living in strained relationships, unfulfilling careers, and what feels like hopeless circumstances. Maybe you feel this, I feel this, the experience of just wanting to make it to bedtime, but the depressing reality that tomorrow may not promise what I want it to. 2020 has been a very long year. And then all of a sudden, Thanksgiving arrives, December begins, lights and decorations are hung, Christmas songs start playing on the radio, and we're all supposed to embrace this as apparently the most wonderful time of the year. Forgive me if I'm a little too cynical, 
little too tired, a little too empty, feeling a little too much like the Grinch and not enough like the Cheermeister. And yet, Advent shines a bright light in the midst of our fog. Advent is exactly what we need. While the world tells us to put on a happy face, to play the game, to drown your sorrows, to quiet the longing of your heart with another gift, another toy, the manger invites us to remember. To remember the immeasurable love of God for us. The manger invites us to rest in the arms of the one who holds our lives and the world in his hands. The manger invites us to rejoice in the comforting reality that our hope and our future are secure. Advent is exactly what every single one of us desperately needs. The emphatic declaration of this season is that God loves us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. The manger is an invitation to draw near and to fix our eyes upon God who is love, who so diligently loves us that he pulled out all of the stops to pursue us, to draw us to himself, to save us from our sins, and to secure us forever. The manger is an invitation to never forget the love of God, that God is a refuge and a strength, a very present help in trouble, that nothing will separate you from the love of God in Jesus Christ. The manger is an invitation to remember that in the midst of the storm, his sure hand of love has us firmly in his grip. The manger is an invitation to remember. The manger is an invitation to rest. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened by many things, and you'll find rest for your souls. Rest. The manger is an invitation to cast off the cheap substitutes which promise but never deliver. The manger is an invitation to find that the Lord's grace is sufficient, that his power is and will be made perfect in our weakness, and that he is sufficient to carry all the burdens that we face because he cares for us. The manger is an invitation to rest. The manger is an invitation to rejoice. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. The manger is an invitation to rejoice that God's grace, which has kept us thus far, will ultimately lead us home. And as we read over and over in scripture, the story of our lives will be grace and peace. The manger is an invitation to know that though this life is filled with tears, our faithful God counts every single one of them precious. The manger is an invitation to rejoice that at the end of our days, we have an eternal home prepared and that the sufferings of this present life are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed to us. The manger is an invitation to rejoice that no matter what our 2020 has been, no matter what next year holds in store, our hope and future are secure. And the end of our story is joy, peace, comfort, and glory. 
2020 has been a long year, but Advent is exactly what we need. So may every Christmas song, every light hung, every gift wrapped be a bright shining light pointing us to the manger where we're invited to remember God's unending immeasurable love for us where we're invited to rest in the arms of a loving Savior who does all things well, and where we're invited to rejoice that at the end of our days, we have a home prepared in glory. Glory to the newborn King. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Our lives are in your hands. Lord, maybe every year is hard. But this year is definitely hard. We thank you for the promise of this season that we can draw near and fix our eyes upon the one who loves us. Who didn't remain a child but grew and ultimately laid down his life in our place. Thank you, Father, that in this season, when the world offers cheap substitutes and says, spend your way to happiness only to leave us more and more empty, We have one who says, come, all who are weary and burdened by many things, and I will give you rest. Father, cause us to rest today in your arms. Thank you, Father, that we can rejoice that as the world burns down around us, our lives are secure because they're on the rock. So, Father, fill us with joy and peace and comfort and hope this Christmas season as we draw near. Father, may every light, may every song sung, may every gift wrapped, every party attended, every cup of eggnog drank point us to you, to you, Lord Jesus, the one who loves us. To that end, we pray and we commit ourselves. We do it in the name of Jesus. Amen.